What's up? What's up? What's up? Stronger Nation. This is Danny Cole, and unfortunately, Blake Barber's not going to be with us. He's out there, everyone. That man is out having fun tonight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's his dad's birthday, dude, so they're out celebrating having a good time. Oh, that's a good That's a good thing. Oh, yeah. So, Blake, we know you're listening, dude. We are sending out love. We're sending out good vibes to you. Have fun. We miss you, and we'll see you back next week. All right, everybody. It is Wednesday, and you know what that means. Another great interview with a successful entrepreneur. So today's show is going to be phenomenal. If you like cars and you like business, you're going to love today's show. We have got the owners of Tow Atlanta. They are the official tow provider for like all your luxury cars, Ferraris, Lamborghinis, Rolls Royces, Bentleys, everything. You name it, they transport it. So this show is going to be cool. But before we jump into our interview, we got a special guest with a special announcement. So if you, like me, like to give to something bigger than you, greater than you, like helping other people out, then we have got an opportunity for you. We have got Brianna from Central Christian School. I said that right. All right, from Central Christian School with that opportunity for you to give and to help and to to do more. So, Brianna, how are you doing, sweetie? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So tell our listeners, like, what are you working on? Like, what's going on? So back in September of 2018, I was nominated out of 30 other students to participate in the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society Student of the Year. Oh, wow. Uh, so 30 other students you had to compete with? Well, there was over uh, uh, 180, but 30 of us decided we were going to. They decided to let us come on and do it. Sure, that's awesome. Congratulations on that. Thank you. All right, so what, what's going on? Like, what's the opportunity that people have to give? Like, what, what, are, what are they working for? What are they doing? So the leuke- just a little bit about the Leukemia yeah. Lymphoma Society. Um, their mission statement is cure leukemia, lymphoma, Hodgkin's disease, and melanoma, and improve the quality of life of patients and their families. And did you know that the Leukemia Lymphoma Society is the biggest organization for the funding of research for cancer? No, I did not know that. Wow, that's huge. Mm-hmm. So you are doing something great. So now what do you do? You're raising money to help this this project or like, what are you doing? So the the students of the year, it's mm-hmm. a seven week campaign. It mm-hmm. started back in January 31st and it ends, I think in a week or two weeks on March 23rd. Okay. And I have a team of 16 and we're going together to just raise as much money as possible. And on the last day of the 23rd, we go for a gala and we see some survivors and just have a good time on that day. Wow. See, that sounds like a pretty great experience. I mean, you're helping other people out, giving them something greater than you're contributing. And then, you're, Like you said, you're seeing these survivors and you're contributing to help other people overcome this disease. So that is amazing. Mm-hmm. All right, so tell you what, tell our listeners how they can contribute. How can they help out and donate to this? I mean, this phenomenal cause. Um, I have a Facebook page, and like Danny said, I am Brianna Hart, just B R E A N N A, and you can find me on Facebook. And there should be a link on that page right on the top where it just has my information, and you can click on that link to go donate. All right, so they go to B R E N N A H A R T on Facebook, right? Yeah, B-R-E-A-N-N-A. B-R-E, okay, I'm not the best spelling. I'm better at speaking than I'm spelling. <laughs> All right, good deal. So well, I want you to tell everybody one more time because I want everybody to, like, whether it's $1, $5, every little bit helps everybody. So if you yes. can do anything, it will be greatly appreciated, and it's helping something that will I mean, have a ripple effect in the future. So one more time, Brianna, how can they, they give you your name one more time to spell it out so they can pull oh, yeah. you up on Facebook? I'm Brianna Hart, B-R-E-A-N-N-A, and then Hart, just H-A-R-T. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for stopping by. We appreciate it, everybody. 
Go to on Facebook, pull her up, donate, whatever you can do. And thank you. We love you. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. All right, folks, without further ado, we have got this interview. We're about to start it. I'm excited because as a kid, like my favorite cars were Ferraris and Lamborghinis. Like I was super excited every time I saw one on TV, had the little Matchbox cars and like the little micro machine cars. You remember those? Oh, yeah. Dude, I had those. That was cool. All right, so without further ado, y'all welcome to the show. We're, we're excited to have y'all here. How are y'all doing? We're doing good. Yeah. I say, Taylor, go ahead and introduce yourself, man, and okay. tell us a little bit about your business. Okay. My name is Sire Perkins. I'm the general manager of Tow Atlanta, and with me is the owner, Xantha Burkhart. And uh, Xantha is, uh, uh, has two handicapped disabilities. A, she's got a physical impairment of cerebral palsy, and then she's also a double bilateral hearing implant, cochlear implant so she's deaf oh wow and uh she's uh owns uh the company in a man's world and puts uh, her spin on it and it's operated totally different than any other towing company and that's what's moved us to the being in the top in the nation i mean i kind of got chills just from that right there i mean you're talking about like our show is geared on stronger than failure overcoming obstacles and becoming successful, right? Absolutely. Exactly. I mean, that is a mess. I got chills. You doing what you're doing and excelling and being that empowered woman, making the change in this, in this industry. Congratulations. My hat is off to you. Yeah. Now, you. was it hard to get started? Like, tell me how, like, that's why I kind of want to know everything. How y'all got started a little bit about the business and everything? Man. Well, um, she has a little trouble hearing, so I'll go ahead and speak on her behalf. Okay. Well, it's a question. How you got started? Um, looking into businesses and just uh, knowing that it's hard to get towed and get treated with respect. And yeah, she she went to uh, have her car towed, and um, she takes a minute to listen and she communicates and she has to process the information that's given to her. And when she went to get her uh, car towed. She's college educated, and the tow truck driver treated her like an idiot and wouldn't answer her questions. Really? Yeah. yeah. And I had dogs, so I had a dog to spin off. But wow. So is that so that? I would just turn off, and then when we started looking at businesses, it was one of the things that was a demand. So we just yeah, there spin. is there, and there, was, and there is so, a. Um, uh, there was a need in Atlanta. Atlanta's car culture is unlike anything in the country. The number one uh, living expense in Atlanta, the demographics, is a car ownership. Really? Second, and second is travel. Then third is your uh, uh, your residence, your home. So it's kind of unique. I think that I didn't know that in Atlanta. So car is the number one cost effective. Yeah, that's what, that's what, what everybody, everybody wants. wants. Everybody spends their money on their ride. Goodness. Their, uh, uh, the vanity is just unreal. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, Atlanta's kind of the mecca. You see a lot of movie stars moving, especially with the new studios that are here, a lot of, you know, the rappers and singers and everything. So and then everyone wants to keep up with the Joneses. So, yeah, I can see that. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Now, so you got started. You had a bad experience with a bad taste in your mouth. So he's like, look. We got to figure out a business to start. So, was it difficult getting started? Well, what was that we process? Looked, uh, she looked at uh, a sports bar, 
and those fluctuates they don't last but, but a couple of years mm -hmm. we look uh, she looked at uh, a yogurt stand they don't last and you look at it transportation from point a to point b is one that's going to last gotta get there. yeah and, and it's kind of recession proof that's it no matter what no matter i mean yeah whatever age you are if you're old enough to drive you got a car most households have got i mean i'm sure you probably know more than i do but at least two or three cars per household uh, average household has uh, 3.5 god yeah so yeah there's going to be a huge need and if you provide the best service which you know, I know we're going to jump around this a little bit, but like I told you when you came in the studio, because I saw the award you had for 2018 being Atlanta's number one best, you know. And right? 17. And so 2017, 2018, the best awards out there for the best service of towing service in Atlanta. I mean, that says a lot about y'all business. And then we were, by the American Insurance Association, we were uh, voted to be in the top 1% last year. The top 1% as far as? If all towing companies. In the U.S. or Atlanta? Yeah. United States. Really? Yes. You, yeah, you can look it up under uh, Yahoo Yahoo News. Dude, that is cool. And, well, real quick, I want some people to look at the videos that I was looking at earlier. Like, What is your website so they can look at that while we're also talking w about the www.toexotic.com. Dude, I love the name. And, and then mm -hmm. uh, we also have a YouTube page, so that will uh, you can find us on YouTube also. Pulling up Toe Exotic. And then uh, uh, I'm on there several times. If you need to learn how to, if, if somebody needs to tow a Lamborghini and they need the instructions, you'll find that on there. <laughs> Dude, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm towing a Lamborghini, I'm calling y'all. I'm not <laughs> trying to do it myself. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Now, how long have y'all been in business? Five years. Five years. So in five years, y'all have dominated. I mean, in five years time frame, y'all are in the top 1% in the country? Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That is outstanding. Isn't it? Is Derwin, can you imagine that, dude? That is really great. Dude, in five years, dominating your industry? Really? And, and just the idea alone was brilliant. Yeah. Yeah, well, seeing the need where she got mistreated, it's like, look, there's got to be something better than this. Way to go on that. Yeah. Thank you. Now, was it was there a struggle to begin? Was it easy to start out because there no. was a need? No. Uh, we started out with two trucks, uh, two used trucks, to be exact. We went with UDs. Uh, you can't do anything with one because the amount and the expense is so great. Like, what are some expenses? Uh, well, you've got generally you got the truck, but something's all if you buy, you either have a truck payment or you have a used truck. You have a truck payment with no maintenance, or you have no truck payment with maintenance. And you've got two things of maintenance. You've got maintenance on the chassis, which is the engine, the cab, and the, the wheels. And then you've got the hydraulics, the bed, and all that stuff. So you've got the body, and then you've got the chassis. Wow. And it gets real tricky because you think you got your the chassis, the engine, the transmission right, and you're good to go, and then something happens. Your hydraulic, your PTO pump goes out. You've got... Uh, you're stuck with the bed halfway up, wow. halfway down, and you've got to drop off a car, and it's stuck. Has that happened before? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Man. oh, wow. oh yeah. And then uh, uh, as soon as we, uh, it's ironic because uh, we bought two trucks and we thought we were ready to go. And I take it to get one of the trucks to get service and the transmission went out. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was perfectly fine. Well, I say perfectly fine. We had the, had the whole truck checked out mechanically and it came out. And when you're talking to even a used truck, you're talking 40 grand. Within five years, if it's five years, yeah, forty grand. A brand new one's about one hundred and ten. 
And uh, we had it checked out, and then the transmission, when we went to have it serviced, he said the transmission, the fluid pump had gone out. No. So, so like they spit on that right there. How much oh, did that cost, man? Uh, six grand. And, so, that, and that's after we bought the truck, you know, and you're like, oh, my God. Yeah, I have to drop so, the 40 grand on that ride there. Like, okay, we put out the biggest expense. Yeah. We should be good now. And then, boom, right. $6,000 more. Right. And uh, when uh, we did that, that's when you have two trucks. Because while one's being worked on, you can have the other one bringing in something. And that's when you learn a little money is better than no money. And, and that's where uh, you get hit. And then... Uh, Outside of your maintenance, like I said, and your insurance, you've got the regulative fees, you've got DOT, federal DOT, state DOT, you've got uh, uh, medical, all your drivers have to have medical cards, you have to have uh, screen your drivers for uh, new hires for drug testing, those are expenses that is to the company. And then uh, not, let's not forget your, tag, your title and tag, or your tags, and then with that you've got... Uh, on top of that, uh, which is big issue, is fuel. Fuel fluctuates. And then if you have a, a big uh, a disaster or problematic like a hurricane coming, the refineries uh, will shut down the production of the diesel. And uh, so you're stuck. And it's you don't feel it right now. Everything will be back to normal. And a week later, the pumps will dry up. And there's no diesel. Oh, man. So and business then, goes to a standstill. Well, it can. And then with that, with the shutdown, you've got supply and demand. And all of a sudden, you think your diesel fuels at $3 a gallon. And next thing you know, they're gouging you at $4 a gallon. Yeah. Now, a couple of quick questions. Like, your average, no, we got two. So your average maintenance, like those bills, like, you know, just average per year. Like, what would the maintenance be? Then also the gas. Like, how much? Because that's got to be a lot. You're driving around all day long. That's what business is. Right. So I'm curious, we what run, are the two expenses? We run, um, we run eight trucks. Wow. Dude, in five years. There went eight trucks, dude, in five years. That's outstanding. And started out with two. Stuck. Goodness. And uh, our fuel bill runs about 3800 uh week. I thought you were going to say a month. A week? A week. Mm -hmm. Goodness. You figure $160 uh, a day per truck. So it's $160 a day per truck? On average, yes. Mm -hmm. Wow, I had no idea. And, and there I was. I'm thinking, I'm like, when I fill up, you know, once every five, six days and it's 40 bucks, I'm like, golly, they're killing me. Yeah, <laughs> if, if I've got the trucks purring at optimum, I'm lucky to get 10 miles to the gallon loaded. Whoa, two miles to the ten, gallon. Ten. ten. But still, ten is nothing. Yeah, ten you know is what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, uh, your maintenance, just uh, preventive maintenance, which is every 10,000 miles, you're looking at uh, 350 So you per truck. Eight trucks. That's 350 per. Oil change, oil filter, uh, fuel filter, air filter, and that doesn't include your brakes, uh, a brake job on the truck, two grand. Does that that's not that does And it doesn't include the equipment that the truck had. Yes, that doesn't. All these expenses, what makes Tow Atlanta, we don't fail when our drivers, when the truck rolls up to the scene, we gear and stock our trucks with equipment nobody else has. Like what? Uh, axle skates, uh, the towing eye bolts, 
That's the bulk, like if you have a uh, Volkswagen or an Audi, it screws into the bumper that's used to pull the vehicle up onto the bed. Right. Well, we've got a full set for all the major BMW, uh, Audi, Mercedes, uh, even Bentley, Rolls-Royce, Ferrari, Maserati. And when you look at each one of those bolts, the average the average cost of those bolts are like 150 each. And per you, bolt? you got to get them from each car? Yeah. On each truck. Yeah. Goodness. Yeah, each car, and that's a multiple. I think I last count, I think each truck has about 18 bolts. And wow. Then, and then uh, uh, axle skates, uh, skates. That's what holds the wheel. That activates what holds the wheel up. Oh, okay, yeah, because I wasn't sure. Okay, I was yeah, going to ask that. You've got the winch, um, uh, the axle skate, the recovery straps. If somebody gets stuck in a ditch, um, no matter what truck you come out, we can pull somebody within 300 feet. You see, that, that's, there's a lot more that goes on in this business than I realize. And that's wow. what make what most companies come out, the driver comes out, and, oh, I don't have the equipment, I need to fail. And we, my attitude is I'm a ex-military, so I prefer to have it, not need it, than need it, not have it. I'm kind of like the Batman with the utility belt. <laughs> I like it. You know? And, and it, that's, it's a one-stop shop. And what has happened, what makes us so good, we're not the cheapest, but we're not the most expensive. And we pick up everybody else's failures. Really? The insurance companies will call two or three companies that come out. They're looking for the quick buck. They're the um, lower tier. And the guy's got a truck, and it may or may not do the job. But some of these situations get real complicated like the one of the most complicated one are parking garages yeah the parking decks well yeah they, they got low overhead right that's yeah. correct so now, now what's the average height for like the overhead there uh if it's a new building the average is uh about seven feet if it's an older building they probably six foot four six foot five really and they haven't made trucks that small in 20 years no I mean, some of the cars are even bigger than that now. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> now, so, all right, so if a car is broken down in a parking deck, right? Right. With that, that low of a clearance, you can't get tow trucks or flatbeds. Now, how, no. like, what what goes into that? Like, how would you get a car out of there? Well, if, it, uh, if you would qualify, what's the height requirement? Right. And people look at a parking garage when they come in. The parking garage will have a sign and it'll say eight foot two mm-hmm. or eight foot three. Now, that is for the ADA law to allow an extended high van like a uh, uh, for a wheelchair van to come in but once you go off that first level it drops to seven feet six foot five and that's where it gets troublesome right in atlanta there was such a need we had uh we've got a low clearance wheel lift but it only goes up to six foot eight Okay. And they're tight. And then to combat that, we recently, uh, six months ago, we ordered a robot out of France. And the robot just recently came in, and we've got the second one in the country. Dude, now that's, that's what you showed me in the video earlier, yes. right? Yes. All right. Now, everybody, real quick, this right here, what he was talking, he's talking about, which he's going to elaborate a little bit more. Go on to his website and look at this. I mean, one, the videos are really cool. Go find it easier on YouTube. On YouTube? So it's called Atlanta. I pull up Toe Atlanta on YouTube because this this little robot that goes in these parking garages, one, it's freaking amazing. It looks awesome. And two, like, how, like what car that is on the video they're pulling that out? That is a 2019 
R uh, R uh, excuse me I A R A BMW Roadster convertible. Oh my! It had uh, 900 miles on it, and uh, its price tag is like two hundred thousand dollars. It was it was a two hundred thousand dollar car that could not be moved out of no, parking. It, and uh, the owner bought the car and uh, went put it in his parking garage as a new car. And then went to Europe and forgot to plug it in. It's electric. Yeah. Okay. Man. <laughs> now, was he in Europe when he called you? He got back and realized it was it was dead. Gotcha. And uh, uh, first thing he did, he he called BMW, and we were the official tow provider for BMW, uh, Rolls Royce, Land Rover, uh, all the VM in BMW uh, brands. But we also do uh, Porsche, Ferrari, Lamborghini. All the high end, and what it gets down to is insurance. That's another thing that I didn't talk about when you were talking about exp yeah. expenses. Uh, Georgia had a meltdown uh, a couple of years ago. Towing insurance in Georgia is, has, is the highest in the country. In Georgia, yes. Mm -hmm. Now, what was the reason for that? Uh, Georgia, back in 2016, 17, had the highest amount of tow-related claims. Uh, and all the insurance carriers pulled out. There's only five insurance underwriter carriers. Progressive even pulled out. Now, how many did there used to be? Uh, like 16. And now there's only five? That's correct. Dude, no wonder it's so expensive. It's supply and demand. They're like, all right, if you want us, you're right. going to pay. And uh, we have, we're with uh, our insurance carrier. We have the highest amount of coverages in the country. And the way I found that out was uh, back in uh, December, we towed the first Rolls-Royce SUV colony that was delivered in the country to a, a record producer here in Atlanta. And uh, what we found out after we towed it, that they went through 28 companies nationwide and nobody had the insurance to carry that. To cover the vehicle. Yeah, yeah. The, wow. well, this is a road, they, is it the SUV? What, the, SUV the SUV Rolls Royce. Oh my God, they're winning the first amazing. one. Now, how much, how much is that vehicle? About 600000 so, yeah, so it's $600,000. No wonder people don't have the insurance. Now, a couple of things I'm kind of leaning to here is, one, y'all got the best insurance that's out there. Y'all got one of only two of the robots, little robots right. that are out there. Y'all have all the equipment, no matter what, on the truck. Whether you need it or not, you've got it. So that's what puts y'all at number one, right? Right. Now, do y'all advertise it on? How did y'all get to be number one? How did y'all get there so well, fast? Well, uh, let me back up. We've had a couple of big steps. Let's okay. go back a little bit. Back in uh, 2016, Frenchie, mm -hmm. 2016, we acquired a, uh, a French band. In fact, it's the same company that makes the robot. And there's only three of these uh, tow trucks in the country. And it's a French bed, and it goes down to your knee. Really? It's three-degree inclined lift. So you could take a Ferrari or a Corvette and don't need boards and just pull it up. And that bed, that cool. and uh, that bed, uh, once we got that bed, BMW jumped all over us. And we were, uh, we were towing their uh, race cars, the retired Formula cars and all. To the Atlanta Concourse. And stuff I don't know if everybody else is like that. Right now, I'm just smiling ear to ear because he's talking about all these Ferraris, Porsches, and Lambos. I'm like, I'm excited. You're like, it's cool. You get to see this stuff on a daily basis. Yes. And uh, and there's people uh, 
around that have never even seen these cars. They see them in magazines. Yeah. And they dream about it. And when we go to a trade show, they say, oh, you're with Tow Atlanta. You, tra- you travel, uh, tow the high-end stuff. And they tell our drivers that. Dude, that is cool. But uh, that was in 2016. That put us on the map. All right. Or, so y'all had one of the, only the three. One of the three with the low clearance. <laughs> then in. Uh, and we got an enclosure. Right. Then in 2018. Well, no, excuse me. The Frenchie bed was 2017. All right. 2018, we I designed the first enclosed tow truck. Now, right. you, you designed this? Yes. I came up Sire. with it. Yeah. Dude, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What I did is I saw they had a tarp system for a tractor-trailer 18-wheeler. Right. And I had them scale it down and put it on a flatbed rollback. Man. Right. I just saw that on your, on your, on your video on YouTube. Yep. And, uh, really and, cool. and, and that is a fully operational 21-foot uh, LCG bed. You come in and we wrap it up. So, And the problem that transporters have, and we're a towing company, transporters put it in a, a slight trailer and they can't open the door. Yeah. And then when they're getting into their car or getting in and out of the car, it dings, causes dents. Okay. And not only that, it scratches you, the belt buckle or whatever in your belt. Scratch your car. Shimmy in. Yeah, right. So I put the put it in the tote, uh, put the bed on it. So we open up the bed, lock the car down, strap the car down, and then buckle it up all the way around, and it complete. Can, there's it's totally sealed, and uh, we uh, that in itself was big. Immediately, Porsche jumped all over it. BMW jumped all over it. Of course, Ferrari, Atlanta. Because nobody else has it. Yeah. And then, and uh, what, what do you do uh, when your Ferrari breaks down in the middle on the side of a highway? Well, these people that drive these cars, they're unique. They People know who they are or they're a special color. And they want privacy. You yeah. don't want your, they're like, oh, I don't want to see my stuff going down the road. Mm-hmm. And, uh, well, again, because like you said earlier, you know, Atlanta's got all these high-end cars. A little vanity comes into play. You don't want anybody knowing, hey, I've got this $300,000 car that's not running right now. So, yeah, yeah. Somebody might laugh out. Oh, you broke down. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but uh, so 2018, we came out with that, with the enclosed tow truck. And uh, uh, that was a huge success. And then I was like, oh, I won't be able to top it. And then uh, I found out about the robot. About uh, six, seven months ago. Now I don't know if you can say or not, but I'm. How much was that? Had to be. I mean, an investment for that right there. Oh yeah. Uh, well, not only is it an investment, you're right at a hundred thousand dollars plus bringing it over. Just to bring it over? No, no. The oh, cost like, of it's a hundred thousand euro. A hundred thousand euro dollars, and then you've got to bring it over. It's the cost of a rollback. Man, there and, and it, but what's here's the problem when you get into the logistics of it, you can get it, and then they you got uh, I just beat Trump's or uh, the president's uh, tariffs. Uh, that would have hit us hard. That was thank funny. God you missed that. Yeah, but what's so bad? So you get it, and it takes six months to get over here, and you're paying on it without it being here. Right. Oh, yes, yeah, so you're paying for something that's not making you, not right. generating any income whatsoever. Before it gets here. That's right. correct. And again, it, and it's the price of a rollback. You're looking over $100,000. Good night, dude. And then when you have that, uh, uh, it's not generating, 
generating any money and you got your fingers crossed and it's the risk that it's going to make it here because yeah. it's already paid for. Yeah. You know, and, wow. and wow. then uh, mm-hmm. the other thing is uh, we, there's, I was talking to the distributor here in the United States, the one that brings them in. Mm-hmm. There are 32 orders for them. Here's the problem, getting them over. They can only build their handmade. They can only build so much, but at the same time, financing is a big issue. And the reason the financing is such an issue, it's a new product and you're buying a European product. So what's the value? You've got to convince the finance companies. You see, y'all have been blessed with y'all's business and the way you started, the way things are going and continue to go in. Huge blessings everywhere. It's like every door of opportunity keeps opening up for y'all. And I'm happy because y'all two are phenomenal people. I'm excited for y'all. Well, thank you. But uh, again, with all this stuff, I'm doing the operations. But in the background, Xantha is huge. She's doing it all. And uh, and the one thing with her touch she people listen to her. I'm talking about the banks, the finance companies, because people that come up with an idea, oh, you got a great idea, but I'm not going to take the risk. Mm-hmm. And she is huge on the back end. And we do we do what nobody else does, but and I've said this before, what we do, we cannot do in any other market because it's supply and demand mm-hmm. in the the society of Atlanta with the car culture, uh, with caffeine and octane, the Atlanta Concourse Delegante, mm-hmm. which we've been a sponsor since day one. Cool. And uh, the on the high end, Ferrari, Lamborghini. She, uh, not me. Xantha has the audience with them. Really? Mm-hmm. Way to go, Xantha! Here we go. Way to go. Now I know we're getting we're getting close to time frame, but yeah. I've got a couple of questions I want to ask. Sure. A couple more because I'm enjoying this whole show. All right, one like. I want to know each of y'all's favorite car that y'all that y'all transported, towed, or whatever. Like, what? What? Because everyone's got a favorite car when they're a kid and when they get adults. Like, what are y'all's two favorite cars that y'all transport? And y'all got to see. Your favorite car. My favorite car will be. I don't know. Really? So not even like towing them and transporting them all day. Because I know you see all the exotics. So nothing wrong. Oh, you like the Porsche. The Porsche. Yeah, yeah, she likes the antique Porsche, uh, about a '69 911, uh-huh. and and uh, it's got the manual uh, rear end uh, slip lock, uh, like a posi traction. Yeah, but what she likes about it is the seat. The way it the seat, the seat holds you down, and it it's not like the de- This is what she likes. She likes it because it's manual. It. it Grips you in to keep you, you from throwing. Gotcha. That sounds pretty cool. And I got to do that because they were trying to tow it with manual. So I had to hold on to the bike. So, <laughs> nice. so like, I got to sit in my favorite car. She does. <laughs> yeah. Well, she she gets in there. She's yeah. active. Yeah. And uh, uh, for me, when I was a kid, it was probably uh, uh, Lamborghini. You know, the Countach yeah. and all that. Yeah. But now, since I do what I do now. Is probably the McLaren. Really? Now why? The McLaren, uh, I like it because it, it it's roomy, it's fast, it's got it still has the scissor doors that come up. Okay, great. Uh, the Lamborghini, once you look at it, uh, it's similar to an Audi. The McLaren is by itself. It says 
I'm McLaren. Yeah. Well, it's right. funny you say that because I'm back when I was in sales, I, I've been in sales over 20 years. And um, one of this guy who, dude, this dude made a ton of money. It's crazy. And I talked to him and he said that when he was younger, his favorite car when he was a kid was a Lamborghini. So he said when he got there where he was making a lot of money, he went out to the show in Vegas and it had the Lambo on the little rotating deal. He's like, dude, I had the money. I'm going to buy it. So he bought the one that I was like on the show for at, at the show. I saw him some years later, and I said, dude, how's, that, how's, how's the Lamborghini? How's everything going? He said, man, he said, well, he said, I still like it, but he said, I bought a McLaren. He said, the Lamborghini's kind of for boys. He said, I got a man's car, now I got a McLaren. McLaren. So it's funny, exactly, you went from Lambo to McLaren, so that same thing he did. Right. So that is pretty cool, dude. I said, now, how is it, let me ask you a question. How is it every day, dude, like, getting to play with all these dream toys? You know, I mean, both of y'all get to see them every day, and that's what you work with. Is it, is it still a cool well, environment? Yes, it's very cool. Uh, Xantha's poly, uh, philosophy on this, and I've adopted it, but this is wholeheartedly hers. She respects the car. An automobile is your second most expensive uh, investment you'll make next to a house. Okay? Mm-hmm. And we're real big. We got our start before we were doing Ferraris and Lambos and what we were doing. Where we started was doing the high-end antique cars. And Xantha loves that. And what Xantha's into, and I've adopted it, she wants to know the car's story. Really? She mm-hmm. likes the concourse where they're taking an antique car, making it look like it did on the showroom floor. But on all every car has a story. Like uh, uh, a prime example, I saw in the car show, it was a 1929 Mercedes-Benz limousine. And it's got one of these 1980 cellular phone antennas on the back of it. And I'm about to gig the guy. I said, ho, 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 I'm going to gig you on this one. And he says, I beg to differ, sir. Check out the back seat of the car. I look in the back seat, and there's a rotary phone with four buttons, not six, four rotary buttons with a case, and it's in this mahogany box. Really? And I'm like, oh, my God. He said, this limousine belonged to Arm and Hammer, the industrialist, and it was loaned out as the first presidential limousine in 1929. And if you Google the first cellular phone, that's it. Oh my God! That and the technology cool. of the antenna. 1929, <laughs> dude. First, oh, that is that's crazy. Yes, like I, said, I love the stories like that too. That is awesome. That is awesome. You know, and or uh, there's a gentleman that lives in Sugar Hill. He's got the most valuable Corvette. Really? And uh, it's a 1969 Steamray convertible 427. And you go there, and the story is just, it's like, uh, his grandfather had a uh, child and uh, a wife got drafted for Vietnam, went to Vietnam, and got killed. The little boy grows up and takes over the car, has a family, gets killed uh, in an unrelated traffic accident. Now, the grandson, with his grandmother living Sugar Hill with his family, one car, 5,000 miles, 1969 427 Corvette Stingray convertible. Three generations, one owner, senior, junior, the third, oh and, my God. and everything matches down to the distributor cap. 
Now you said that's the most expensive vehicle. <laughs> no, most expensive Corvette. The most expensive Corvette. Now, what, what's the price tag on that, man? On uh, Bob Hart. Well, the Corvette Museum offered his grandmother, uh, I think it was one hundred and seventy thousand dollars for the Corvette Museum. They were going to put it in there, and she she got upset, and I, I happened to be there because they were preparing the. Uh, I was towing it to a shop because it's going to be in the. Uh, a parade, uh, Fourth of July parade. Cool. And she threw him out the, out of the house and said, "Sir, if my husband didn't want it, he wouldn't have bought it in 1969." <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, but you've got the, the value. Uh, you can't put a value because yeah. the value is what will somebody pay for it? Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. Yeah. You know, I mean, I've towed uh, the most expensive car that I've ever towed. Uh, is probably worth about eight million dollars, and that was uh, oh my God. Mr. Grundy's Rockefeller carriage car. Really, uh, nineteen eleven belonged to uh, the Rockefeller, John D. Rockefeller. John D. Rockefeller, yeah, yeah, up in Long Island, and it looks like a horse buggy, and <laughs> it's a, and it's a, one of the first motorized carriages, and it was on the island. And it runs. Oh, and wow. we, we transported it uh, to the Concourse Delegante. It won the Pebble Beach Concourse. And it, uh, when I talked to him about it, I know it's about $8 million. Wow. Dude, that'd be cool to me just seeing that car there, knowing wow. that John D. Rockefeller, I mean, at one of the most wealthiest men in the world, has seen that car right there, just that history, that story alone would be amazing. Yeah, Man. and I, I make the joke. I play with other people's toys. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot, I would love it, man. Every the, day to be a dream. I get the hell about it. <laughs> yeah, you're in the office doing all the work. He's like, babe, she's looking at the pictures. She's looking at the pictures. Just send them pictures all day long. <laughs> well, um, we take pictures of everything we tow. We take an average of twenty pictures, so uh, we document. We document all damages. We got pictures before we pick up a vehicle pictures after the vehicle we just don't do the high end we treat whether it's an antique ferrari or your everyday ride it's the car is your second most expensive and that's what that's the way she put put the company and that's what put us on top nobody does that i mean everybody cringes when you say think oh my god a towing we don't do repos and we don't do impoundings so we've cut out half the problem mm-hmm you know, and that no. and that's what her and that was her that's her way her vision for the company. I love it. Mm-hmm. Now, so again, like, y'all were set apart a lot of different ways from everybody else that's out there, right? Yeah. The, the the equipment that y'all have, the the story that y'all have, everything else. And in, in your own words, like what sets y'all apart? Like what makes y'all number one? The training. I make sure everybody is properly training, and then you bring in what she does, the ethics. Uh, the scruples, tow it right, make mm-hmm. it, make it, and treat it like it's ours. There you go. Uh, if Man, I that, treat, that says a lot right there. Right there. That's it. You know? Now, and also just for all the listeners out there, y'all not only do luxury and all the exotic, y'all do just every like like my I got a beautiful. Oh yeah. Y'all do just we, everybody's car. Yeah, right? yeah absolutely. You go. Through, we do all. Uh, we dispatch through State Farm. We're dispatched through Liberty Mutual, uh, Progressive. Uh, all state. I mean, the insurance companies set the standards. When we were voted last year, it was through the insurance agency. 
Wow. And they're the ones that are dealing with claims. They're the ones that are mm-hmm. seeing day in, day out because it's target rich. That's what they're in. And yeah. uh, and uh, uh, I go, we go twice a year. Uh, I'm in training. And then... One to you and then the driver to the training. Yep. Uh, we bring in the drivers to the training. I teach them. And then I teach them how to use the equipment. We work smarter, not harder. Now, a lot of the problems we run into... Towing has changed so much that it's. it used to be, oh, I got my hook. I'm ready to pull your car. We don't use hooks. We use straps. We use uh, eight-point tie-downs. We strap the wheels. We're not putting a chain to the car. Cars today are made of uh, special alloys like a BMW is uh, uh, magnesium, carbon fiber, aluminum alloy, and plastic. Mm-hmm. And those won't be forgiven. No, that, like, right. my grandfather, which he's passed away several years ago, he used to be a tow truck driver, right? But it's that old school, the, like the bigger truck, they had that little hook at the bottom. You just yep. come up underneath and pick it right on up. So, yeah, that would not hold up for cars nowadays. <laughs> they don't make well, it, it'll tear to. something up. Mm-hmm. And then that's not even getting into if it's all wheel drive. You've got a braking system. Uh, num- uh, one of the things people look at is tire changes. Most of your cars today don't come with a jack. Yeah. And the reason is, A, the liability. But more importantly, outside of the liability, the reason it doesn't come with a jack is it's got special procedures like a BMW. If you lift, if you use the wheel lift and lift it up the front end, it's going to bow the frame in the middle and it'll never ride right again. Uh. Wow. And, and, and it can't take it. You're talking about a, a car that's 2,800 to 3,300 pounds, and you're lifting up 800, 900 pounds, six inches off the ground, and it, it's like bending your back. Yeah. Dude. Well, as far as I know, I've learned a ton. And so for all the listeners that's out there, whether you got an exotic car, a luxury car, or Buick toy, no matter what you've got, Toy Atlanta is where you want to call, who you want to do business with, because... Whether, again, whether you got the Buick or you got the Lambo Rolls Royce, they're going to take care of it like it's theirs. And that's what you want to hear. Now, so we're we're winding down the show. Now, Zanthia, tell everybody how they get in contact with you, how they get in contact with the company. So if they need any type of business, anything they need done, how can they get in contact with you? Where can they go? Uh, They can go to our website at www.towexotic.com. They can find us on YouTube at the Tow Atlanta YouTube page. Or they can give us a call at 404-901-1976, 404-901-1976. Or you can go, uh, if you Google us, Tow Atlanta, uh, we're, we're all over the web. Dude, they're awesome. Go in and look at the videos, look at some of the cars they tow. Like I said, it's like being a little kid watching everything in the, in the toy store. It's like, oh my God, it's nothing but all the cool cars. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being part of the family. We love you. We appreciate you always. And remember, you are stronger than failure. Good job, y'all. That was a good interview. Wow, very interesting work you guys do. Heck yeah. I was going to ask you about the, the robot. Who controls the robot? How you, I do. Oh, you, got to, you, want, you, you want to see it? You have, you have to like ride it or something? Or? No, it's got a remote control. Yeah. And it, Same one to you. Uh, uh, just like a remote oh, Okay. But, uh, one second, let me turn this off. Yeah.
Yeah, y'all did good. Yeah. Very smooth and relaxed. Y'all did a good job. A lot of people get real nervous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, so good job. So- Check, check, one, two, check, one, two, three, four, five.